First Samuel chapter 16 verse 18, I welcome you to a wonderful, beautiful morning this morning. I know you are doing great. God is doing amazing things in our days. Such a blessing, such an honor, such a great privilege to be again online sharing the word of God through this podcast. Can we read First Samuel chapter 16 verse 18 as our launching text this morning? Then one of the servants answered and said, Look, I have seen a son of Jesse the Bethlehemite who is skillful in playing, a mighty man of valor, a man of war, prudent in speech. You can underline that in your Bible. Prudent in speech and a handsome person and the Lord is with him. The first description of the anointed David in the palace of King Saul was his skill, his skill. Then his boldness and courage, a man of war, a mighty man of valor. And the third and one of the most powerful characteristics of an anointed person is the capacity of their communication. Oh yes, the strength and power of their words, prudent in speech. Anointed men and women of God understand the power and the potency of words and the strength and the power of your word is greatly, I repeat, greatly determined by the anointing of God upon your life. First Samuel chapter 3 verse 19 says, And Samuel grew, and the Lord was with him, and did let none, none of his words fall to the ground. Two things I want you to note here. Number one, your spiritual growth and maturity determines the efficacy, the power, and the potency of your words in the spirit. As you mature in the spirit, your words become stronger and powerful in the spirit. Joshua was on his horse with his sword in his hand, racing down the enemy when he discovered that the sun was going down against his victory. And then, there and then, he stretched forth forth his hands towards the sun and commanded, he spoke to the sun to stand still and so it was. The sun stood still because Joshua's words have become laws in the spirit. See friends, there are dimensions of the spirit that a man a mere mortal man or woman can attain. At that dimension of the spirit, every word, every word spoken by such a person becomes forceful, powerful, and unstoppable by any force or power here on earth. 
Samuel attained to this realm through personal fellowship with God. And you and I can also attain into the realm where we will grow. We grow and mature in the spirit so much so that God will not allow any word that proceeds out of our mouth to fall to the ground. The second thing I want you to know is that the anointing of the Holy Ghost and power always gives strength and power to your word. Every anointed person must understand the power of words. The power of words. Hebrews 11.3 tells us that the world the words were framed by the words of God. So words are very critical. The more you grow to understand God, the more you understand the power of words. But words are not just generated. Words are in three dimensions, as revealed to me by the Spirit. Words could be at the realm of imagination. That is the conceptual state of the world. When words are still at the realm of thoughts, then there are spoken words. At this stage, the words have gone beyond the thoughts and imaginations of men and the words have been launched out. They have been spoken forth. They have been written and documented. The young anointed David knew the power of words and this he demonstrated when he came against Goliath. The first thing Goliath did when he saw David in 1 Samuel chapter 17 was to curse David in the name of his God. He cursed him in the name of his God. And David did not take for granted the words that came forth out of the mouth of Goliath. Immediately, David responded with a more superior firepower with his tongue. His words were more powerfully overwhelming than the words of Goliath because there was a force, an incredible amount of power that supported, that backed up his words that were launched against Goliath. The anointing made the word of a 16-year-old boy become a force in the spirit. With just a sling in his hands, David threatened to cut off the head of Goliath. And Goliath will confirm to you, wherever he is now, that that was not an empty threat. No, it wasn't. The words of David were not idle words. No, they were not. David meant every single word he spoke to Goliath. And the anointing of God upon his life did not permit any of those words, any, to fall to the ground. Friends, you cannot be anointed and not know how, how to use your tongue to deal with the tongues of the enemy. Oh yes, you can't, you can't. You cannot be anointed and not know how to use your tongue to release words that would frame and construct things in the spirit. Oh yes, there are two things about the tongue that I want you to keep in mind. And the first is, the tongue is a spiritual weapon 
that is used to launch spiritual ammunition in the spirit. Jeremiah chapter 18, verse 18. Then they said, Come, come and let us devise plans against Jeremiah, for the law shall not perish from the priest, nor counsel from the wise, nor the word from the prophet. Come and let us attack him with a tongue. Let us attack him with a tongue and let us not give heed to any of his words. To any of his words. The tongue is like a gun and the words that come through the tongues are like bullets. It's important you know this. To raise a standard against the tongues of the enemy is to disarm the enemy because the gun without a bullet is nothing and the bullet without the gun is nothing. It is the enemy's most vital weapon, the tongue, the tongue. It keeps releasing words either at the realm of your thoughts and imagination or by directly speaking to you to tempt you or to accuse you, or to possess you, to obsess you, to punish you, to depress you. So he's constantly speaking. He is constantly speaking through his agents, through his servants. So you need to understand the mystery of the tongue and why you need the anointing to rise and counter every weapon of the enemy. The Bible says in Proverbs 8.21 that death and life are in the power of the tongue. So the tongue has power. The tongue has power. And many people have been destroyed by the power of the tongue. Destinies have been shattered. Great marriages have been demolished. Great ministries have been destroyed by agents of the devil who came in as friends, but they kept speaking evil, curses, destruction, and only negative and negative things against the ministry. They gathered against Jeremiah and they said, let us attack him. With the tongue. So anointed men know how to rise against the arrows of the tongues of men and satanic agents. You can no longer afford to be silenced and quiet. You, you cannot. David was never rude, but he never allowed any negative tongue, any satanic tongue to produce a word against against his spiritual capacity. When his brother Eliab challenged him in 1 Samuel 17, David had a response, a response for him by reason of the anointing. When Saul told David that he was too much of a youth and too weak to confront Goliath, David responded with the testimony of his victory against the lions and the bears. Again, when David was confronted by the tongues of Goliath, David had 
overwhelming spiritual response for Goliath and the devil and the agent and his supporting demonic structure. See, anointed people have the right. They have the right to forcible words. Forcible words. How forcible are right words? Powerful words that are put on their tongues by the Holy Spirit to respond to the devil and his agents. Psalm 57 verse 4, My soul is among lions and lie even among them that are set on fire, even the sons of men whose teeth are spears and arrows and their tongue a sharp sword. Their tongue a sharp sword. The tongue is a spiritual weapon that releases words of life or words of destruction. When the enemy releases the tongues of death and destruction, you have the power and the anointing to release your tongue of life and power and glory and blessings to destroy, to subdue, to condemn, and to reset to nothing every negative, satanic, demonic words spoken over you and your inheritance. Jeremiah chapter 9 verse 8, their tongue is an arrow shot out. It speaks deceit. One speaks peaceably to his neighbor with his mouth, but in his heart he lies in wait. My dear friend, open your mouth by reason of the anointing in the name of Jesus and begin to speak life, speak grace, speak glory, power, strength, healing, joy, rejoicing, fulfillment, uplifting, breakthrough, spiritual advancement, strength, health, positivity, based on the word of God. Begin to recount your testimony of the faithful and good things that God has done for you. Begin to rejoice in God and in your Lord. Things don't just come together until you speak as you have been commanded by God. Ezekiel spoke as he was commanded by God. The anointing puts God's word in your mouth and backs up that word with with authority, with fire, and with speed, such that nothing can withstand the force and momentum of the word released through your tongue. Lift up your voice and begin to speak. Begin to speak with authority in the name of Jesus. Oh, I am going upward. The enemy cannot afflict me. My children are blessed. Oh, I walk in victory. I rain fire and brimstone into the camp of the enemy. I stand upright. I shall be called Behula. My land shall be married. My children shall be joyfully married. I am going upward. I will fulfill my assignment. I will do my ministry. That which God has committed into my hands will come to pass. No demon can stop me. No evil can stop me. Every negative word spoken over my life, over my family, over my children, over my ministry, over my calling, the calling of God. 
God for my life. It does not matter who spoke. It does not matter where it's coming from. I reverse them. I turn the scarces into blessing. Every evil word, every tongue that has risen against me, I condemn them in the name of Jesus. I shut down every satanic word, every demonic word, every every tongue, every word used against me, I silence them and I turn them to I do what? They shall not prosper. They shall not accomplish the purpose wherewith they have been sent. Now I speak life. Come on, begin to speak life. Begin to speak joy. Begin to speak. Begin to frame things. Construct things in the spirit because you are like your father. Your father constructs and frame the walls by his word. You have the authority, you have the anointing, you have the power as you mature in the Holy Ghost, as you rise up, as you grow in Jesus, as you grow in Christ, as you boast of the assurance of God with you. For Christ in you, the hope of glory, begin to prophesy over your family, over your children. It is well with your health. It is well with your body. You shall not fail. Your marriage will not fall. Your job will not be lost. You will stand upright. God is giving you more and more and more and more and more favor all around. You are waxing stronger. That little which you have will become a thousand. That little which you have will become a mighty nation. Your ministry will prosper. Your calling will be fulfilled. You will not fail. You will not fall. You will not fear. The abundance of the sea shall be converted unto you. You will go out and come back in joy. You will come back in rejoicing. You are far from oppression. You are far from evil in the name of Jesus. And you say, Amen. Keep declaring the word of God concerning your life. Don't let any demon, any satanic being raise his tongue against you. In your office, silence the tongue. In your family, in the spirit, in a dream, wherever you see any tongue used against you as a weapon, you raise the tongue that Christ has given to you and you resist, you resist the enemy. Hallelujah. Yeah.